You're listening to the Food Freedom Podcast, hosted by me, Dylan Murphy, Registered Dietitian Nutritionist. Food Freedom Podcast explores the topics of intuitive eating, mindset, and body respect to help you create a lifestyle of lasting food freedom. We believe it's possible to feel confident in your food choices and connected to your body. And here on the Food Freedom Podcast, we will show you how. I'm the owner of Free Method Nutrition, a nutrition coaching practice helping women make peace with food, heal their relationship with their body, and create sustainable health habits. We welcome all foods over here from kale salads to queso and everything in between. Let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode of Food Freedom Podcast. So today's conversation, we're going to dive into the topic of movement. And when we talk about movement, we like to talk about movement using the words mindful and joyful, because I feel like for a lot of you, and I know this to be true with a lot of the clients we see at Free Method Nutrition, is that when you think of movement and maybe even when you think of, when you hear the word exercise or workout, you think spending an hour doing something you hate, feeling miserable, but feeling like you have to do it. And so you look at exercise and it's not enjoyable. It's not something you're excited about. It's not an act of self-care. It doesn't help relieve stress. And so really you're missing the mark with the benefit that exercise has. And I don't even think you're to blame. Actually, I know you're not to blame. If we look at society and the messages that were given around exercise, there's so much diet culture messaging weaved into exercise. And so for me, I think uh, something I've realized over the course of quarantine, if you're listening to this in real time, it <sighs> it's 2020 and it has been quite a year. And one of the things that we haven't been able to do as much is go to a gym and go to a workout class. And so one thing that I've started doing during this time to get in movement is doing workout classes at home. And I discovered Peloton. And if you have been following me on Instagram or or one of my clients, you know that I love Peloton. (laughs) And one thing I love so much about it, and I guess I can't speak for like the company as a whole, but the specific instructors that I've taken classes from is there has yet to be an ounce of diet talk in any of the classes that I've taken. And that's so impressive to me because it's very, very hard to find that in in exercise and fitness culture these days. And one thing they talk about a lot is they really do a lot of reframing around Okay, you don't have to exercise, you get to exercise. It's a privilege to be able to move your body. And knowing, okay, if you're tired mid-workout, you can stop. You can stop altogether, turn off the class, go on with your day. You can stop and take a breather. And so they give you so much grace to just connect with your body, listen to your body, and respond accordingly. Instead of the message of push yourself harder, go, 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 you're not tired, you're getting stronger, all these things. And not to say that that type of messaging is inherently bad, but a lot of times it's laced also with the messaging of, all right, it's Friday, guys, let's get that workout in before the weekend. And that's harmful messaging. And yes, I know, and I totally believe this, and I tell this to clients all the time as well, that 
not every exercise or workout or movement that you do you're going to be so jazzed about. There may be some exercises that you do and you know deep down, okay, I know this I, this is coming from the right intentions. I know that my motivation today is rooted in caring for my body, but I'm also like, I know this is going to be hard and maybe I'm just feeling extra tired. I would kind of like to hit snooze. But again, you know your motivation and your mind is in the right place. And, and then again, there may be times where you're mid-exercise and you're like, oh my gosh, this is so hard, but it's also so good because it's strengthening you and pushing you. And so one thing I talk about a lot and we'll dig into in a minute is really how to know the difference between the two of how do I know if my motivation for working out and moving in a day is rooted in enjoyment, caring for my body, nourishing my body, or if it's rooted in punishment. So first, let's rewind and talk about joyful movement. Let's define it so you can get a good, clear idea. So joyful movement is respecting, celebrating, and moving your body in a rhythm of moving that works best for you. And so an example I love to give with this is back in college, I used to spend way too much time running on the treadmill because I was like, oh, this is the healthiest thing to do. I got to run on the treadmill. And I hate running on the treadmill. I don't like it. It's not fun. It's boring because you're on this thing and you just, it's terrible. I don't like it. And so for me, running on a treadmill is not joyful movement. But for someone else, you may be listening and be like, I love running on the treadmill. I think it's fun. It's easy. I you know, don't have to worry about, is it raining outside? Is it cold? What's happening? And that's so great because I want you to find what works for you. Joyful movement is feel-good movement that leaves your body and soul feeling rejuvenated, leaving you feeling happy and alive rather than stressed out, fatigued, guilty, run down. And that's not to say that you're going to finish a workout and just be like jumping for joy, not tired, not sweating, all of that, because those are normal things that you feel after a workout too. You're sore, you're tired, you're sweating, you're out of breath. That's normal. And so what I really want to emphasize is the individuality here, that exercise for you is probably and may be so different than what exercise is for me. So for someone, it may be going to a spin class. For someone else, it may be running outside, or maybe it's practicing yoga, taking your dog on a walk. It's so individual to you, and I think when we can find rest and comfort in that, it brings that joy and that mindfulness back to exercise. And then diving into the punishment versus nourishment. So, okay, how do I know if moving my body is rooted in the right reasons? So if you're moving your body and your exercising is rooted in punishment and in compensation, you may have thoughts kind of like this. Well, I want to have a cookie tonight for dinner, but if I do that, then I need to make sure I work out this morning, but I really don't have time because I need to get into the office early, but I'm just going to do it anyway. I'll, I'll wake up an hour early and I'm going to get in the workout because I want to be able to have a cookie tonight. Or, oh my gosh, I had one too many drinks with friends at happy hour yesterday. I have to work out tomorrow or else. Or maybe it also looks like, okay, I wasn't able to get in my workout today, so... I'm going to have to skip lunch or I'm going to have to just not have carbs with lunch. 
And so those are examples of working out being rooted in punishment or in compensation where your main motivator is not rooted in, I enjoy this, this is the way I can care for my body, this is the way I can nourish my body. It's rooted in, I made this choice and now I need to make up for it. Or I'm going to make this choice or I want to make this choice, but I need to earn it before I can do it. If I don't move my body, if I don't exercise, I can't have the cookie. Or if I don't exercise after a night out with friends, my whole week's going to be ruined. I'm going to feel so guilty. And that's not what movement should be at all. Because also when movement's rooted in those motivations, it becomes stressful and not stress relieving. So then we walk away from a workout. And so often you may find you feel like you didn't work hard enough. Maybe you didn't burn enough calories, you didn't do enough push-ups, you didn't do enough this, enough that. And so you're filled with more stress versus walking away feeling excited, motivated, proud of yourself. And so here are some questions that you can ask yourself to really tap into, am I practicing joyful movement? I want you to think, and if you're listening to this and you have a pen and paper nearby, grab a pen and paper or the notes app in your phone and write these questions down. Does my body like to move this way? And so that would be a question you could ask yourself in the moment or maybe reflecting on like, so for me, I would be like, does my body like to run on the treadmill? No, it doesn't. Thanks for asking. What are my intentions? What are my intentions behind moving right now? Are they rooted in punishment? Are they rooted in enjoyment? What kind of movement leaves me feeling more physically energized and connected to my body? What movement makes me feel free and happy? So going back to Peloton, one thing that I love, so if I'm filtering through these questions for myself, why Peloton makes me feel free and happy is because I love the music they play. I'm a huge fan of hip hop and pop music. I love it. I'm going to be that 80-year-old jamming to Lil Wayne. Just wait. <laughs> and I, so I love the music they play, and I love the emphasis they have on taking dance breaks because typically when I do my workouts, it's like 7 a.m. in the morning. I'm in my living room currently because COVID, and Remy is nearby. So when I get tired, if I need to rest or if we're on a water break, I'm likely also doing some random dances, and Remy is joining. So... <laughs> That's just a fun fact into my life. But that's how movement should make you feel. But I also can hear you, and I can hear you saying, okay, Dylan, but you haven't, like, you don't get it. Like, exercise is hard. Or, like, if I'm doing push-ups, how am I supposed to be free and happy? Because push-ups are not fun. I get it. And that doesn't mean that every single ounce of a workout that you do, you're going to be just so happy, having so much fun. Like I could do push-ups and burpees for the rest of my life. No, but you know, the end goal is rooted in something way more fulfilling and freeing than punishment and compensation. So it also puts less pressure on you where let's say push-ups are part of a workout set you're doing. And maybe in the past, if it's rooted out of punishment, you feel like, oh my gosh, I got to get X amount of push-ups in. I got to push myself hard. Go, 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 go. But now maybe if your motivation's more so rooted in enjoyment and how can I best care for my body, you're still doing the push-ups and you're still pushing yourself because you want to get stronger, 
but you're also allowed to sh- allowed to show yourself grace of okay my arms are getting a little sore let me take a one second five second breather and I'll start back again or I'm doing push-ups. Maybe I need to lower to my knees. Maybe you need to do some sort of modification to make the workout a little bit easier. And that's okay. So joyful movement, like I mentioned, does not mean that you're going to be thrilled counting down the second for every workout or every time you get to move your body. But it also doesn't mean that you should be dragging your sore, tired body to the gym or to your living room, or to your garage, on a day that rest may serve you better. And a big sign, a big indicator into your relationship with exercise is what you do when you're sick. So if you're sick, and you feel like, I still need to work out, that can be a sign of, okay, I think my motivation is probably more so rooted in punishment right now. Because if I really care about my health, and if, I, if I'm sick right now, then that's my body telling me, like, hey, your health is not 100%, you need to rest a little bit. So that's a sign I probably shouldn't work out. Because also when we move our bodies, when we're really sore or we're sick or we're really in need of rest, we can cause more harm than good to our bodies that can increase our risk for injury, can cause high levels of stress on our body, increase our cortisol level, all of these things that we don't really want to happen. So I want to leave you with this because you also may be thinking, okay, this is making me reevaluate my relationship with exercise and with movement. So I also need some ideas of what joyful movement can look like. So let's dive into some of those. So some examples could be going for a bike ride, taking your dog on a walk. And maybe that looks like going on a really hilly walk, walking a faster pace, doing run, walk, run, walk. Maybe you're trying out a new class at the gym, going on a fun hike with your friends or family. Maybe you go for a jog. Maybe you go on a walk with a friend. Maybe if you live somewhere where you're able to like walk or bike to work or walk or bike to school, you do that. Maybe you're gardening or doing yard work, playing with your kids in the backyard, playing with your dog in the backyard doing a yoga flow. So those are all examples of how you can move your body in a joyful and mindful way. And again, remembering it can look any sort of way. Because like I've been talking about with push-ups and burpees, that is one type of workout I love. I love strength training workouts. I think they're fun. I love getting to really strengthen my body. See, oh my gosh, last week I did two push-ups and now I can do three except I can't do that many. (laughs) But all of that to say, it's okay. You're allowed. You also don't need my permission, but you're allowed to enjoy workouts that maybe are the more traditional exercise, like running or weight training or spin classes. Don't hear me wrong and hear me saying like, you can only walk your dog. That's the only type of exercise. No. But I think it's it can be so freeing to cut yourself some slack and know, okay, I don't have to try and fit in a workout today if I don't have time. Or maybe I have time to go on a walk with a friend because we're going to hang out anyway, but I don't have time to like squeeze in a workout too. So I want this to be a reminder that your body deserves to be celebrated. Your body's strong and it's powerful and it does so 
many awesome things. And think about that next time that you're working out and reflect on those questions that I brought up to really tap into what your motivation is for exercise and if it's rooted in the right places. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Food Freedom Podcast. If you're curious how you can support our podcast and help it reach more people like you, we would love if you would take a minute to rate and review the show. And be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. We'll see you next episode.